This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. The views conveyed by the guests on this program do not necessarily represent the views of the host or owners of the Doggy Diva Show and do not necessarily constitute endorsement of products. Medical information shared by the guests on this program are those of the guests and are for informational purposes only. They should not replace the medical advice of your veterinarian. Hi, this is Susan Marie from the Doggy Diva Show. This week, human hair treatments that are toxic to your pets and Red Rover's Positive Initiatives for Domestic Violence Awareness Month. That's what's on our show this week. Let's get started. Come here, babies. It's time for a treat. The Doggy Diva Show. Here's national award-winning author and animal advocate, Susan Marie. Hi, welcome to the Doggy Diva Show, the show for animal lovers. I'm your host, Susan Marie, and as always, I'm joined by my canine co-hosts, the Doggy Divas themselves. Thank you for joining us today as we bring you the experts in the pet and animal world right to you. Contact us at thedoggydiva.com. That's the D-O-G-G-Y-D-I-V-A.com. We love hearing from you. So go grab a cup of coffee and your pet's favorite treat, and we'll be back in just a moment. Molly, here's your dinner. Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your cat tree tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. Monica Layton, president of Professional Pet Sitting, is here with us this week for our pet tip of the week. And Monica, I love when you do the toxin tales because you bring things to our attention that we don't even think of. You and I were talking about the dangers, the health and safety dangers of Rogaine for our pets. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Pet Poison Helpline comes out with a toxin tail story just about every month, it seems. I always, you know, find them so interesting because they have some great stories and great information in them. So I definitely wanted to share it. Just like all of us, I mean, every human, it seems, has an interest in hair. It's always about, you know, how it looks, growing it, losing it, replacing it, washing it, curling it, cutting it, shaving it. You know what I mean? Everybody has some concern over hair at some point. 80 million Americans in the United States suffer from hair loss. And in fact, August, they said was National Hair Loss Awareness Month. With that, they were telling a story about a client who, you know, had some hair loss issues and he was using a product similar to Rogaine, which the active ingredient in Rogaine is called minoxidil. For those of you who aren't familiar with that, it's kind of a cream that's applied to the hair, you know, area and it, you know, kind of sits on there and it's how it works. And it does this client in general that they had talked about he was aware that, you know, it could have toxic side effects, you know, for people 
in general, you only want to keep it on the hair. You want to wash your hands, use gloves when you apply, things that he's read on the directions and been told when he was applying the product. Um, but what he did not expect was his little kitty to kind of do a little head bump. And he had applied the uh, product about 15 to 20 minutes prior. Of course, you know, he was concerned because he had knew could be a possible issue with, you know, touching it. Obviously, if you're having to wear gloves to apply, he called, he called right away, um, reached out to his veterinarian. They brought the cat in. Luckily, he had acted very quickly and, you know, the cat was okay, but he did not realize actually how toxic it can be. Um, apparently, minoxidil is very dangerous to the animals, but cats in particular are additionally extra sensitive to the medication. So any exposure at all to the drug in a cat can cause severe poisoning and potential fatality. Dogs can develop clinical signs after being exposed to small amounts as well, but often the signs are not as easily seen to the owners as it is in cats. Signs of minoxidil poisoning for our cats are anorexia, vomiting, lethargy, um, difficulty breathing, fluid in the lungs, fluid in the chest, um, hypothermia, which is low blood pressure, um, the bluest discoloration of the gums. For dogs, signs can include lethargy, vomiting, bounding pulses, and increased rate of the heart and lower blood pressure. So these signs can occur within 45 minutes to a few hours. And um, you definitely want to go see a veterinarian right away. There was an instance, people don't always realize it, but the drug, the minoxidil, is not only used for hair regrowth. They have an oral medication. It's used for um, hypotension. Oh. And we had, yeah, there was a lady who was a medical professional and she actually had done some pet sitting as well. And she had dropped in her personal home, she had dropped one of her minoxidil pills. And lo and behold, <laughs> oh. you know how crazy they are. If you want to get a pill into a cat, you can forget about it. But the second you drop something and you don't want them getting it, it becomes that, the object of their desire. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's always the case. Mm -hmm. You forever try to get something in as if you just drop it on the floor, usually make a mad dash for it and they'll think it's something special and it's gone. So of course, you know, being in the medical field and, uh, you know, knowing about pets, she, you know, immediately noticed, you know, some changes in the pet. And um, she actually called veterinary pet poison hotline because she had, you know, she was familiar with pet poison helpline. You know, they told her immediately what the issues would be, you know, what to do and where. And she, you know, brought her cat into the vet um, and gave it some activated charcoal and it was okay. Luckily, she knew, you know, that there was an issue yeah. enough to call and see what signs to look for. And she was able to get the cat there in time to be treated. Wow. And what just think if she didn't know that she dropped that out of her purse and or dropped it, you know, out of the thing that and the cat got sick that, you know, you never know. It's so dangerous when we're taking pills and we're doing everything because you've got to make sure because there's always eyes on you. I have six eyes on me. I have eyes on me oh, just yeah. watching, watching for something to drop anywhere. <laughs> so I have like trays on the counter with trays under the trays so that I just, and I do everything like a mad scientist. I try to get it done very quickly and in a very succinct way so that 
nothing drops because it becomes the object of their desire. And, you know, thinking about it, I mean, I don't know about everybody else, but I tend to kind of keep my medication in a, you know, in a sealed container and everything, but I keep it in the kitchen because that's where I'm taking them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Taken with food. Some are not. You get a water, you have a cabinet. They're all right there. Well, my pets have no clue what I'm getting, but every time I go to take my medication, they're right there. Like, (laughs) are you making like our third dinner? Are are you, are you leaving anything for me? Well, cause the kitchen, I always call it the magic room because they come magically running in whenever I go in the kitchen and it's like, oh, I'm in the magic room. I'm the most popular person in the house. And you can literally walk in there and walk right out and they're like, oh, is there something for me? Did you forget something? No, but (laughs) this is like really interesting because I think that a couple of months ago we talked about, um, you know, some lotions and like hydrocortisones and things like that, that people don't think, even if you very are very careful about not leaving the tube or not leaving the pills or whatever out so that your pet can get them. Sometimes just the contact, like you said, like the kitty, like one of my kitties used to, I always say she was like um, a hair salon person in another life because she would always do my hair. She'd sit on the back of my chair and like go through my hair and do my hair for me. So, So there are kitties out there that do that love to do that. And you just never know. Our orange tabby was huge into the headbutts and he would just, you know, curl into the side of your neck. <laughs> he would just all of a sudden like pounce his way up and just, you know, you know, nudge his little head right into the side of you within like a second. You know, it's quick. So I can, I can completely understand how, you know what I mean? Even somebody who was careful, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I put my stuff in, I'm going to, you know, sit down and wait my appropriate time frame here, you know, keep an eye on things. And all of a sudden, you know, cat leap and, ah. Rogaine. <laughs> That's so now, Monica is. I know that, and of course, the thing these things rarely happen during, during the <laughs> during the hours that your vet is open. So, is there like I know you can go to emergency, but do you have the hotline so that we could give the hotline or the website out? Because I know that there is one. I have it right in my phone. So absolutely. So, Pet Poison Helpline is open twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. I believe it's petpoisonhelpline.com is the website. And I know they do have a national phone number. It's 1-800-213-6680. And that's their call-in line. I do know, I believe the charge is $85, but that includes any follow-ups. Like if your vet needs to consult with them, that is for the entire case. Whenever you call in, you pay the fee and whatever is needed from them for that case, for that, you know, situation, whether you're calling, you know, multiple times and then you go to your vet's office and they need to talk to them about how much of something to give or, you know, what the uh, levels of toxicity is. And I know from our animal hospital, there's been medications that pets have gotten into that were newer meds that they really weren't journaled a lot. And just to be on the safe side, you know, doc would have me call in multiple times for cases to pet poison helpline because time is of the essence. You don't have time to go, you know, searching for the answers. So you go straight to the source that has all the information. You know, they've taken all the case studies. They know what's going to happen and what period of time and how to fix it. 
And so we were often, you know, calling in and just, here you go. We'll pay the fee. This is what we need to know. (laughs) And it's, we took care of my mom. She was elderly and she was on a plethora of medications, which we had, she was in a separate part of the house and it was like all locked up. But if she happened to take one of the pills out or something to come into the kitchen or something, you never knew. And she was not even five feet tall. I think you met my mom. She's very teeny, (laughs) nothing like me. Like I'm very tall. She's very teeny. But we had to call this hotline. I can't tell you how many times. And we would be, we were down by you guys. We, were, we would be visiting you to tell them, say, this is what we got. So yeah, it always happens in those hours when you never think it's going to happen. And it's always good to have this on, on hand. You want to just give the telephone number out one more time, Monica? Absolutely. It's 1-800-213-6680. And then the website is petpoisonhelpline.com. And you never know when you're going to need it. So get it in your phone as soon as you can. So Monica, as always, you've got us this great information. We got, uh, we, we know the dangers now of just some of these topicals that we put on that we don't even know how they interact with our pets. So this is great information. So as always, I thank you. And we will talk to you in a few weeks. Thank you. Have a great week. You too. We'll be back in just a moment. Hello, everyone. Susan Marie here to tell you about the award-winning three-book series, The Doggy Diva Diaries. It is a trilogy of heartwarming and inspirational stories about Miss Olive, a lonely little rescue pup, hoping to find her forever family and friends and a life filled with love. In this series, Miss Olive learns that it doesn't matter what you look like on the outside, it's the kindness and love you have on the inside that counts. Available at Amazon. Barnes and Noble, and other online booksellers. And please visit us at thedoggydiva.com for more information. Thank you, everyone. Coming up, have you ever wondered about the benefits of the strength of the human-animal bond? We've got the answer. Stay with us. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. Red Rover's mission is to bring animals out of crisis and strengthen the bond between people and animals through emergency sheltering, disaster relief services, financial assistance, and education. And with us today, we are so honored to have with us Katie Campbell, Director of Collaboration and Outreach at Red Rover, and she is going to tell us about some pretty important upcoming initiatives that Red Rover has. Hey, Katie, welcome to the Doggy Diva Show. 
Hey, Susan, thank you so much for having me. Uh, just delighted to be here with you. Oh, you know, this is our annual show. We do this every year with Red Rover because of one of your initiatives that is for October, which we'll get into in a minute. But it's always such a pleasure to have you on. And Red Rover does so, so much, not only for specific initiatives, but in the communities. Can you tell our first-time listeners about Red Rover? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, we just love being with you all and, and just so appreciate you know, the role that you help us play in raising awareness about the importance of keeping people and pets together. You know, whether we're talking about natural disasters or we're talking about our domestic violence work, we just really, really believe it's so important to help keep people and their pets together and strengthen that human-animal bond. And it's really that that um, really started our work back in 1987. You know, we started with that work um, related to, you know, helping respond to natural disasters in communities. We're kind of like the Red Cross for animals. So we train volunteers all throughout the U.S. and Canada on how to provide temporary emergency sheltering services for those um, people and pets in crisis. You know, and, and that work has grown to include um, lots of other community programs. We even send volunteers out to help with domestic violence shelter builds, which I'm sure we'll get into later. And so that, that work really helps create Red Rover. And since then, we've grown to include our Red Rover Readers Program, which is designed to just really help teach kids about kindness, compassion, and empathy for animals and people through books and the Kind News program. And of course, we have our Red Rover Relief program, which uh, through that program, we help provide some emergency vet care assistance. And it's also where all of our domestic violence work lies. Now, domestic violence assistant work seems to have really expanded for you at Red Rover the last few years. Can you tell us a little bit more about the various grants you give and the partnerships that help to make your work happen? Absolutely. And it really has grown. And, and I think it's a really exciting time for us. I joined Red Rover in, in 2016. And since then, you know, I've just seen this work and the enthusiasm for this work really grow. Our domestic violence work at Red Rover really began in 2007 with our Safe Escape grant. And that's essentially where we help cover um, the cost of boarding a pet while a domestic violence survivor is in shelter. And that's a, you know, a, a really, really important program. Um, and, and it's a great way for us to support domestic violence survivors in the moment. But as you can imagine, boarding pets is pretty expensive. And so in 2012, uh, we created our safe housing grants program. And essentially that allows us to give grants to a domestic violence organization to help them create their own pet housing program. Um, and that's really key because it, it really helps to make sure that those organizations have the resources they they need when they need them to help those domestic violence survivors escape with their pets. And I'm excited to share that since 2012, we've provided more than 200 grants for almost $4 million through that safe housing program alone. And combined with our safe escape program, we've provided just under $5 million. And that equates to about 443,000 safe nights for domestic violence survivors and their pets. Um, so, so really, really exciting work through the grants program, but we couldn't do any of that without our partnerships. You know, one of our really, really important partnerships is the Purple Leash Project with Purina. We established 
published it in 2019. Um, and I think we'll we'll chat about that in a little bit later. But it's just been a, a really important part of our work to give the grants, but also raise awareness about the issue. And one other partnership that I'm just super excited about um, is our partnership with Greater Good Charities. In 2019, we created the Don't Forget the Pets Project. It started as a, as a workshop uh, where we brought together representatives from human services, animal services, the veterinary community down in Georgia. We brought them together to talk about how to create uh, a pet housing program at a domestic violence shelter. And since 2019, we've provided 35 workshops. We have seven more to do this year alone. And we've trained almost 900 people through that. It's grown into an amazing website, a training handbook. Um, We also have what we call our coaching consultation program. Um, And so I, I think it's really important to just share that um, you know, we really believe, yes, it's important to give the grant money, but we also want to support organizations and communities through that process of creating a pet-friendly program. Absolutely. Now, can you tell us a little bit uh, about the Purple Leash Project and your partnership with Purina? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I mentioned a little bit earlier that one of the, the really important things, of course, is that Purina supports us with grants, of course, you know, so so there's the money. Since 2019, we've provided 45 Purple Leash Project grants. That's about a million dollars of funding that's gone to domestic violence shelters to help them create their pet housing programs. Super, super important part of it. I think one of the things that excites me the most about the Purple Leash Project is just what it does to help raise awareness about domestic violence in general, but also about domestic violence and pets. You know, lots of folks don't understand the link between human and animal violence. But what I think is even more important is that a lot of domestic violence survivors themselves don't know that pet housing programs actually exist. There was a a recent report that shared that 72% of domestic violence survivors who were calling in to a hotline had no idea that a pet housing program even existed. And so it's really amazing to have the Purple Leash Project, um, you know, really helping us drive that awareness piece. And kind of some of the the really other interesting things that have come out of this partnership is that we're able to participate in things like Pet Night on the Hill, um, which is actually going to be happening next week, and, and I'll be there. Um, we've been able to participate in things like the congressional baseball and congressional softball games. And we've also been able to serve on the PAWSAC Coalition, which is really just helping to make sure that we have federal dollars available through the Pet and Women's Safety Act for domestic violence shelters to become pet friendly. That's amazing. And each year, I just find it really important that I bring Red Rover on and have you tell us about uh, your initiatives because October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And can you tell us about your plans with Purina and the Purple Leash Project for October? October is always a really, really exciting month for us. Um, And, you know, we so appreciate you having us to help spread the word about that. I have to say, I think this might be our busiest domestic violence awareness month yet. So we've got some really, really exciting things happening. For the first time ever, Purina is offering a $200,000 match. So for every donation made in October in support of the Purple Leash Project, Purina is going to match up to $200,000, which is just amazing. And you'll also see uh, this information in stores. So some of the brands like Tidy Cats, Begging Strips, Cat Chow, 
Frisky's Party Mix. On that packaging in October, you're going to see a QR code um, that will allow you to donate directly um, to help us get to this $200,000 match. Um, so really, really exciting. And again, you know, how amazing is it to walk into a store and see, you know, some Purple Leaf Project um, messaging? I remember the first time I walked into a store um, here in New Jersey and they had, you know, this big display at the end of the aisle. And it was just so, so exciting to see that and to think about all the, the people um, who need that service uh, are going to be able to see it. So that's happening. Time Magazine is also going to be featuring a special interview with a domestic violence survivor who escaped abuse with her dog. Um, and then she found she found safety in a pet-friendly shelter that we had funded a couple years ago. And, and we were actually able to go down with the Greater Good Charities Rescue Rebuild team to actually create those pet-friendly facilities. So definitely look for that issue. Should hit stores on October the 23rd. And we're also going to be featured in Better Home and Gardens Magazine. And of course, we're going to be all over social media uh, with this all month, all month long. Two other really, really exciting things I want to share with you for Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Like I said, it's, it's going to be a really, really busy month for us. Purple Thursday is going to be October 19th of this year. And in support of our 25 by 2025 campaign, which I'm sure we'll talk about, we are actually selling Pets Our Family shirts in support of that 25 by 2025 campaign. Um, and so we're inviting everybody who has one of those shirts or just a purple shirt, hop <laughs> onto social media on October the 19th. Um, and just share your appreciation and your support of helping domestic violence shelters become pet friendly. Would love to have folks share hashtag 25 by 2025 and hashtag pets or family um, on the 19th. And then finally, just want to let folks know that you can join the Purple Leaf Project, you know, with a recurring donation of at least $5 a month or a one-time gift of $60 or more. You're going to receive a limited edition purple dog leash or cat collar, which features our Purple Leash Project motto, walk, heal together. And you can get all the information about Purple Leash Project and, you know, just stay in the know about everything that, that we have happening for Domestic Violence Awareness Month at redrover.org slash Purple Leash Project. Well, wow, that's so that's so great. And you have so much going on and you're making such an impact, you know, not only throughout the nation, but in all of our individual communities, too. And I have to thank you for what you're doing, too, because people don't sometimes people don't realize. And I know I've had people approach me and talk to me about this as I've had you on our show, you know, throughout the years that there are shelters that do not allow you to take your pets in. And if you're in a situation where you're in a domestic violence situation where you have to suddenly leave, sometimes people stay because of their pets. They can't take them. So I think what you're doing is just revolutionary. I think it's wonderful. And that's why I feel it's so important to have you be a part of the show, to share with the listeners all of the work that you're doing throughout the nation and in our communities too. It's, it's very, very important. So thank you for that. And you know what I wanted to ask, um, will Red Rover and the Purple Leash Program be the beneficiary of the Fancy Festivities ornament again this year? That was such a, well, it was a great ornament. <laughs> it really was. And, and yes, we are thrilled to be chosen to be a beneficiary again. I do have to warn folks, uh, you know, you better uh, you better order quick because they, they do go so fast. quick. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they really, really do. So, yes, for a small donation of $5, you can receive this year's ornament. Now, I've been told that they do go on sale on November the 1st. Um, and so definitely mark your calendars for November 1st. And you can order that ornament at festivities.com. 
And I remember when you had it before, it flew out. So please, people, <laughs> put it on your calendar now. <laughs> you are absolutely right, Susan. Yes, please uh, mark your calendar, set your reminders for a couple of days before, uh, be ready to go. And you mentioned a little bit about this before, but if you could tell us more about the 25 by 2025 campaign and what the listeners can do to get involved. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're really, really excited to be partnering with um, Greater Good Charities on this. Um, receiving, we are receiving just tremendous support from PetSmart Charities for this work. And really, the, the 25 by 2025 campaign is just a movement. Where it, it's a campaign to amplify the movement to ensure that 25% of domestic violence shelters are pet friendly by 2025. You know, there, there really is just such excitement around this. Um, and so folks can go to the website 25by2025.org Board, and they'll be encouraged to take the pet friendly pledge. And when they take that pledge, they'll receive a toolkit that includes social media graphics, email templates for local officials, letters to the editor, sample and newsletters, um, just really just a lot of great resources to help, you know, really continue this movement. Um, you know, anybody who just wants to support this, you know, if you're from a domestic violence shelter that is already pet friendly or a domestic violence shelter that wants to become pet friendly, or you're a survivor advocate, you know, maybe a social worker, law enforcement, EMS, veterinary professionals, animal welfare advocates, survivors, anybody is encouraged to join this campaign. Um, and really just, you know, let's help get folks to this 25% mark. I think you, you really hit it home, Susan, you know, this work becoming pet friendly, creating pet housing programs is absolutely important to keep people and their pets safe. You know, we absolutely want to keep survivors and their pets safe. And I think one of the really exciting things is that there's also a real benefit to domestic violence organizations and becoming pet friendly. You know, they're going to, their staff are going to feel better. They're, they're going to build their morale. Residents and shelter are going to feel better. And just think about, you know, how important our pets are to our own mental health and our own physical well-being. And so, you know, really anything that we can do to help domestic violence shelters become pet friendly, is just going to be a huge benefit all the way around. So would love to have folks visit the website 25by2025.org and join the movement with us. That's so awesome. Now, now for the listeners that are out there, where could we go to learn more about Red Rover, to donate? There may be people who want to volunteer um, and learn all about these great initiatives and programs that you have going on. Yeah, the best place to get all of this information is absolutely going to be our website, which is redrover.org. So from there, you're going to get all the information on how to donate. You know, you can become an on-call angel and support um, specific veterinary cases through our urgent care program. You can become a forever friend. Um, so become a monthly donor with us. You can adopt a classroom for our kind news program. And so helping to make sure that classrooms all throughout the country um, have the kind news magazine. You can even donate stocks, IRA. There are just so many ways to support our work. But I also love that you called out how to become a volunteer. You know, we have uh, more than 4,600 volunteers throughout the U.S. and Canada, um, you know, and, and those folks help us with that emergency sheltering. They help us with other community programs like our um, trap, neuter, and return programs. We have spay and neuter clinics happening right now. You can also come and join us on a build with Greater Good Charities Rescue Rebuild to help create pet-friendly spaces at domestic violence shelters. Um, so really just lots of ways for folks to give back. And if you want to learn specifically about the Red Rover Responders Volunteer Program, you can go to redrover.org slash join responders. 
Well, Katie, I have to thank you and thank Red Rover for being our guest and for sharing so much about your amazing programs, your amazing initiatives, including the domestic violence awareness and all that you do and your partnering with these um, with these great partners that, I mean, this is something that's been going on for years and you make such an impact. Again, as I say, not only throughout the nation, but within our communities and that's so important. I just have to thank you because you not only are sharing and bringing animals out of crisis, but you're also, you're really strengthening that human-animal bond and showing the importance of it. And um, I believe that there are probably people out there listening going, how can I get involved? So I'm just going to ask you one more time, could you please give out your contact information for those listeners who would like to get involved? Yeah, absolutely. So definitely check out the website, redrover.org. Um, folks are also just welcome to reach out to me personally if you want to learn more. Um, you know, if you want information about any of our domestic violence work or any of our work at all, um, and you can reach out to me via email, um, letter K, Campbell, C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L at redrover.org. Um, and I'm happy to direct you um, to any of those resources. And finally, you know, I would just love to share, um, if you don't mind, Susan, that, you know, if there are survivors or you know a survivor out there who is looking for resources in their community, I'd really encourage you to check out domesticshelters.org. Um, it's an online database and you can search for um, domestic violence shelters all throughout the U.S. and Canada. And the really great thing about that website as you can actually um, add in a filter to see where on-site housing programs for pets are and also off-site housing programs for pets. So it's just a really, really great resource if you know a survivor um, who might need some support. Well, that's great information. And again, thank you, Katie. Thanks for being our guest and thank you for all that you do. It's so wonderful to have you all back on for Domestic Violence Awareness Month because I just believe that you're doing so much. Your organization is so involved. I've watched it grow like before my eyes as I've talked to you all. And it's really wonderful and an honor to have you on. And thank you for all that you do. Thank you so much, Susan. And, you know, thank you for being a part of this community. Um, you know, we, we really, truly believe that we can't do any of our work, especially our domestic violence work, um, without community. And um, you are certainly a, a big part of that. And so we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so very much. And thank you for being our guest. We will be back in just a moment. Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. We would like to thank our guests this week. And also, as our doggy divas always say, please love your pets because they love you unconditionally. And please remember to adopt, foster, spay, neuter, and microchip. And as always, please have a great Diva Week, everyone. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Doggy Diva Show. To find out more about Susan Marie and the Doggy Divas, visit them at their website, thedoggydiva.com, and on Facebook at The Doggy Diva Show. Tell your fellow pet parents about it. We look forward to having you join us again for the next episode. See you soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.